Hey friends, Marthame here, host of AIJCast. We are more than three months removed from Hamas's attack on Israel, and Israel's deadly assault on Gaza is ongoing. The numbers continue to climb. 23,000 people dead in Gaza, of which 40% are estimated to be children. We've now reached the point where more than 1% of Gaza's population has been killed. There's at least 100 Israeli hostages still being held in Gaza, and 8,000 Palestinians being held in Israel. Whether you choose to call those Palestinians hostages or prisoners depends on your point of view. 85% of Gaza's 2 million people are displaced. 85%. And for some reason, this statistic is the one that really grabbed me. In Gaza, 10 children a day lose legs. I keep praying, protesting, pleading, and it feels like nothing changes, and attention is lagging. For those of you that are in Atlanta, I want to make you aware of a couple of events coming up. Lutheran theologian and pastor Mitri Raheb will be speaking at Redeemer Lutheran Church on Monday, January 15th, MLK Day at 5 p.m., and on Sunday, January 21st, I'll be co-preaching with Fahed Abu Akel at North Decatur Presbyterian Church at 11 a.m. If you can't be there in person or if you're outside Atlanta, both of those events will be live-streamed, and details about that are on our website. But there is the sense for me right now of aimlessness. And so in some ways, the most rooted thing I can do is to continue to hold vigil and to keep doing so. On this episode, I want to share with you a reflection written in the summer of 2001. We had just spent our first school year in Palestine, had returned home for some rest and to speak in churches and travel, and we went back to study Arabic, living temporarily in a different town in the West Bank, Birzeit. And all of this, to me, mirrors the aimlessness that I feel these days. But man, hope refused to let go of us. And so, from July 18th, 2001, a reflection entitled, A Sort of Homecoming. After nine months in Palestine, it was time to go home for a visit. We headed back to the States in June to see our families and friends, and to talk with our supporting churches. It was a whirlwind tour, six cities, seven churches, and about 400 people at the various talks we gave. We also got a little chance to rest, see a Cubs game, and eat the finest American food, namely Krispy Kreme donuts and Atlanta's famous varsity chili dogs. Surprisingly, culture shock was minimal, probably because we never did escape the grasp of American culture. Even Saudi television replays American shows. Despite the joy of being back, we had the distinct feeling that this wasn't quite home anymore. An itch to go home to Palestine was strengthened by emails from our friends who shared news and concerns about the deteriorating situation in and around Zababdi. We returned at the beginning of July and set up temporary camp in the village of Birzeit, home to the university where we are taking a crash course in intermediate Arabic. The Latin church here has been kind enough to give us a place to lay our heads and to wash our clothes and to study, study, study. Not surprisingly, word got to Zababdi that we were back in the country and friends called longing to see us. We have very much enjoyed our new town and new neighbors, but Birzeit isn't quite home either. We needed to get back home to Zababdi. Last weekend, we finally caught the taxi for the long ride back north. The others making the journey with us brought us up on recent news. 
The electricity in Zababdeh had gotten down to 12 hours a day before a new motor could finally be brought in. Two Israeli settlers were shot, one killed, one wounded, on the bypass road around Janine. That same road is now closed even to the other Americans in Zababdeh, meaning the once 30-minute trip to Nazareth now takes three hours. Two Palestinian policemen accused of terrorism were shot and killed by Israeli soldiers near our neighboring village, Kabatia. Three other Palestinians were assassinated by an Israeli helicopter one mile outside of Zababde. Everyone heard the noise. Some saw the rockets being fired. And one neighbor had gone to help pull bodies out of the charred remains of their car. Meanwhile, Palestinian attacks on settlers continue. Settler attacks on Palestinians continue. The Israeli cabinet has gathered an additional 26 names of Palestinians they plan to assassinate. And the U.S. government claims we've reached a ceasefire. Although we long to be here, it's hard to feel at home in a climate that's so chaotic. And so we find that even Zababde isn't quite like home either. We share with so many of our neighbors a sense of homelessness, whether literal or emotional. Where is home? Our Arabic teacher calls Nazareth home. In 1947, one year after completing a new house on the family land in Nazareth, his father was sent to Ramallah to teach. After the war, he and his family were not allowed to return to their new home. And so our teacher was born and raised in Ramallah. Where is home? One of our good friends in Zababda was eight when her family was evicted from their home in Haifa in 1948. She clearly recalls their flight and fright as well as her subsequent homes in Burkina, Amman, and Zababdi. Where is home? Jews, often uprooted by violence themselves, have been coming for over a century seeking a homeland. But few have found rest in a land so fraught with conflict. Where is home? Recently, military demolition of Palestinian homes has accelerated. Even those who live in refugee camps have had their meager dwellings leveled. Where is home? There is a vision for healing for such a place, offered by the Apostle Paul. Speaking to the uprooted in Ephesus, he says that belonging to the church means that we are no longer strangers or aliens, but members and citizens of the household of God. Such a vision is hope, that the homeless would find rest, those who have been marginalized and oppressed would find their place and all of us would be gathered under one divine roof, no longer doomed to wander, seeking the shelter and comfort we so desire. Such a vision gives us hope, but it sure makes us homesick. Salamat, Elizabeth and Marthame. <laughs>